another dope episode of Rasa Stamp Podcast with your hosts, Brown and Flo. And today's going to be episode seven. It's going to be a great episode. We're going to talk about uh, single parent households. This topic is not really talked about much because a lot of it is, uh, is really touchy because of the going back, going back to, you know, placement of the barrios and what consists of a barrios and you know everything all together if you think about it it it's a it's a whole there's a lot of factors to why we end up in certain positions in our lives besides uh not having a uh you know a, a pops or a mom around um because it can go both ways you know uh and you know there's a lot of factors to it as well that plays into that you know in addition to the you know have coming from a single parent household but we're going to focus on single parent household and how that can bring about uh, a change by understanding understanding this what's going on within the, in our barrios with the single parent households so tune in you, you'll learn more about it that's right man so like you said this is one of the topics that really gets pushed down and not really brought up uh and you know for me, like in the last couple of years, I really dug into, into this and really talked about this and just really tried to push this because it is an issue that we deal with, that we've been dealing with uh, more so than recently, but, but even if you want to go back to historically, right? Uh, just us as people, right? Rasa, right? How we came to be as a people, right? Um, you know, the, the father a lot of the times was a Spaniard and, and the mother was usually an indigenous woman or, or a black woman, a lot of the times the fathers didn't take responsibility for, for the children, right? They were offspring and they just didn't care about them, right? They saw them as, as property or just labor for them too. So it really goes back to then. And a lot of those attitudes <clears throat> were passed down uh, to, uh, to our ancestors, you know, to, to even up to, to now, I mean, so, um, I mean, it's, it's more complex than that. Obviously, there's more factors that we deal with now, but but that's really where it started, I would say. And and um, you know, yeah, man, it, it's it's a huge, huge issue. And just uh, just to you know to just to get right you know right into it, uh, you know, right after the movement, right after the the civil rights movement, right, there was a big push to to obviously you know make things right with with uh, people of color. Uh, you know, they had legislation that they passed to, to make things better for us, obviously, right? Because we pushed for that. Uh, and in 1968, the, you know, the uh, number of children that were living, you know, with, with uh, unmarried parents, right, was only 7% mm -hmm. back in the day, back in that day, right? <clears throat> uh, but right now, and when I mean unmarried parents, it could be, you know, people who are living together. Let's say, you know, you, you have a, a girlfriend, whatever, partner, whatever you want to call her. Um, and but you're not married that's what i mean by that right so back then that was really really uh um rare to have two people living together that weren't married you know what i mean but today uh you know as of 2017 25 of kids are born out of wedlock and that what that mm. means is that you know people are, are having kids but they're not getting married right so you might be thinking well i mean you know marriage is not for everybody right it's just a piece of paper right um you know, some people don't believe in that, right? And that's fine. I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to push, I'm not here to push marriage. I'm not, I'm not, you know, that's not my point. 
the problem is that when you, you know, when you don't marry, right, uh, the, the odds of you staying together drop significant, significantly, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you can easily just walk out, you know, because when you have to get divorced, you know, there's a whole process, right? You have to go through court, right? Um, it takes a long time to do that. So most people don't want to do that. Um, and when you're not married, you know, if you have issues, you can just be like, you know what? It's not working out. Peace. Bye-bye, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'll do what I got to do if, if, if it even gets to that point, right? So it's more yeah. likely that that uh, that happens with, with uh, cohabiting couples, right? They, they uh, not always, obviously, but it's it's more, 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 uh, more likely to happen if you're not married. It's easier to get in that yeah, position. Yeah, exactly, right. Yeah. So right now, uh, 15% of cohabiting parents have a BA, bachelor's degree, right? Um, and uh, compared to 43% of marrying parents have a BA, right? And I find that very interesting. I mean, because that even that plays a role with, you know, with education, right? Uh, because a lot of the times, usually, and not always, I mean, again, it's, it's, it varies on an individual, but usually cohab- cohabiting parents tend to be younger, Right. So they have mm. the kids younger and that, you know, also plays a role with if you if you have kids younger, then a lot of the times you're going to have a hard time going back to school or getting, mm. you know, getting a degree as opposed to when you get married. A lot of the times, you know, you get tend to get married a lot older and you already have, um, you know, um, you're quote unquote established. Right. Uh, and then 16 uh, percent of cohabiting parents live in poverty compared to uh, to 8 percent of cohabiting parents. Right. So. I'm sorry, uh, married parents, right? So even that plays a role with 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 that, right? So, um, and this goes across, not just, this is not just, you know, Rasa, this is all across the United States. It's all races, it's all ethnicities, right? So it's a problem, not just in our communities, it's happening to every community. It's happening to, mm-hmm. to all ethnicities, right? So what are your thoughts on that? So you say that 15% of married couples are in poverty? No, 16% of cohabiting parents, so that means unmarried parents. Right? Unmarried, they have, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have kids, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not married, right? And it's the 8%, 8% was? Married. Married also yeah. is, is, okay, okay, I, I got it. Yeah. Twisted, okay. Yeah. Um, man, you know, when you mentioned that first part and you mentioned about uh, the Spaniard, you know, uh, you know, having a, a wife of, you know, being, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Um, you know, indigenous wife or indigenous partner, that kind of reminds me of like the, you know, relationships that we see nowadays between like Latino American or Mexican American or whatever you want to call it. And, and like someone from Mexico, which is, and I've heard this from a lot of like growing up, I would hear like that uh, Mexican women, like, like from Mexico are more, easier to control easier you know they're you know i mean that's i don't i mean i don't know how to put it but that's like the 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 stereotype that men over here understand that like i don't want my woman to 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 talk back i don't want my my partner to like you know to to go out anywhere i want her to stay home and handle house you know uh, work uh you know be a housewife or whatnot um but since that, you know, since that time of believing that a lot has changed, a lot has changed where uh, a lot of people, a lot of men kept that same belief in that they, 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 they still 
try to get uh, uh, someone that has that traditional background as a spouse, believing that they're going to play that role, which, you know, with all this American, you know, the American way is what changed the woman to not be that way anymore. So when the man goes into it, believing that they're going to have a spouse that fits a certain criteria, that is like a, a type of agenda for them to have a spouse, you know, to, to be there for them in a certain way. And when that is not fulfilled the way that the man, you know, wanted it, that's when it starts getting too hectic for the man. So then, you know, that I see a lot of the times I find out that homies of mine, um, people that I used to talk to, like, I find out, oh man, dude's been married for some years and, you know, or been together with, with the girl for some years. And I find out, oh, what happened? Oh man, she, she got too difficult. But to me nowadays, I see it like, I see it like when, when, when things get difficult in other circumstances, like jobs, a job gets more difficult. But, you know, people just tend to just put more effort into it, you know, pick up the slack and whatnot. Yeah. But with a relationship, a lot of us Latinos, bro, we're not, we're not raised in a way that, I mean, you know, moms would tell me, you know, you know, be nice to women, you know, yeah. but, but that, that can only, I mean, be nice to people in general. I mean, what yeah. that's, you know, but you know, like you don't really, you don't really get taught of what consists of a relationship. I mean, watching my parents, That's it. but my parents will like argue a lot and things like that. I mean, yeah. my parents are still together to this, to this day, you know, yeah. they're, they're in the you know, late sixties, but uh, you know, things like that, bro. Like when someone wants to put effort into something that they actually want in their lives, they will, they, they would put the effort into it, bro. I mean, that's, that's, you know, as obvious and simple as that sounds, that's pretty much what it is. But when, when, when you, it, it just seems like men want more than what they get. Mm. A lot, a, a lot of us want more than what we get. And if we don't get it the way we want it, even though a lot of us don't even fight for it, <laughs> you know, and a lot of us want to fight for it once it's already like almost done and over and said, you know what I mean? Like, but mm -hmm. like once it's, you know, mm -hmm. like at that point, it's like, what are you fighting for now? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, cause me, I've been with my wife for, almost over 13 years now wow. so like you know it's like we got married in uh 2004 and i mean shit how many years is that shit that's like fuck yeah, third, was it no. Damn. So yeah yeah man so you know it's, it's some years up there bro and like i got yeah, married you that number bro she's gonna be like hey well, how many years has it been you'd be like uh <laughs> <laughs> it's just another I mean, day right that's it it's going to be 14, bro. I'm 14 yeah. years this year. Yeah. yeah. So that's, um, you know, but like, and there's been a lot of ups and downs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like the, the, see, the thing is like, I put myself in that, in, in, in those shoes that I could have easily been like, I'm out. This is too much work for me. You know what I mean? Like, this is too much work. This is too many headaches. This is too much. I had to let go of so much and stuff like that. But see, the thing is like me, I go into it with, with, with this thought, bro, with this thought that, I was in, in the wrong path, bro. Like before I had my kids, I was in the terrible ass path, bro. And I really thought about it, bro. And I was like, you know what? If I don't, if I don't, you know, step up and, 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 and have a family, I'm going to end up dead or some shit. Mm. 
Hmm. Like for real, like that's that's exactly what went through my mind when I was like, you know, when I was um, and and this was a, a bit before my wife had gone pregnant with our first child. I mean, we have five now, um, you know. So at this at this point, I was like, damn, you know, like, like I was I was still like in the streets doing stupid shit, and uh, you know, and it and it came to the point where like you know I was like you know what. I think this is gonna be it. Like, I, I, you know, it's either this or just, or just keep doing my stupid shit. Like, and that, that, and that's the thing, bro. A lot of us, a lot of our, you know, people that grew up around a certain location where it's prevalent to go into these, these, these footsteps where you know it's like it's just up to no good and there's no guidance and whatnot. Uh, we all end up, you know, like, like not knowing what we want in the relationship, bro. Like. You know, especially with the uh, with the influences of, uh, I mean, not social media back then, but it was like it was like you know just music MySpace, in general, right? MySpace. But yeah, <laughs> I wasn't really too much into MySpace and yeah. all that. I mean, I, at the time, like what 2005, 2004, yeah, it was, that was just coming out. Yeah, yeah, that was just like party line and shit. I remember I was into party line a lot. I was in, oh I was yeah, in party I that too. <laughs> yeah, I was doing that shit. But uh, see, a lot of us, bro, we end up in the like you know like with friends. I told you, they know me like. I will find out that they just don't put effort into it, bro. They don't yeah. put effort into it. And now they don't look into the future where, where like, they don't think about it. Like, okay, <clears throat> if I, if I leave my, my wife or my spouse or my, you know, whatever it is type of relationship they have, uh, if I leave her and we have a baby, we're going to have, you know, that custody thing where, yeah. you know, one weekend, whatnot, whatever. And, that that damages kids bro it does that, that does a lot to kids exactly not only have i seen it from friends that you know are in th those positions but since i work in the school i will see a lot bro i will see the kids act out a lot a whole lot and i will find out that they were in that position where you know mm -hmm. where i even That's came to i even came to find out bro that some people are even living this way bro that damn i can't i, I just I, I still can't put my mind around this bro some people are actually living living in the same house with the the two exes with their partners in the same fucking house bro oh shit and Damn. these were kids that that were in the because i work in after school program like uh -huh. you know and these were kids that were uh that were in the program and they would tell me what would go on and things like that you know what i mean and um uh, that's crazy, bro. Can you imagine that shit? What kind of nightmare is that, bro? Like, <laughs> fuck. And I'm sure there's more than, you know, there's a lot of people living even weirder circumstances. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like together, but they're not really together. Just Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, they try, they think that they're going to work it out somehow in mm -hmm. that way, you know, but the kids get more damaged if you, if, you know, if, if you just, I mean, if it's over, it's over. Go your separate ways and, you know, get some kind of uh, understanding with, the, you know, of, you know when who's gonna see what you know the kid at what days and whatnot but yeah that that's just <laughs> that's just throwing more fucking uh yeah. you know wood to the fire and shit but um you know but I, I think overall bro like i said you know i made my choice to to stick with it and and, and you know put my effort into making things work out because like like i said i wasn't i never really you know i never knew what a what a what a father was supposed to be like you know like i never was taught you know what i mean like okay you know you, you you're gonna go through this and this and that and so forth. i mean of course by looking at my my own father you know what i mean yeah. 
I was, so you, I was like see- you, said, you said he was always working too, right? Yeah. So, so that was, yeah. So, so basically I, I had that, 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 that work, you know, yeah. you know, you know, force that I, I wasn't to put into it. So I knew that part. I knew that I had to be a provider. Okay. I knew that part, but as for dealing with the, with the spouse, like when, when do we ever get that talk? We hardly get the sex talk, bro. Yeah. We're going to get the fucking how to be a spouse talk, um, how to have a, a spouse talk. Fuck no. You know, I mean, that, that's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, these are conversations that you need to have as a parent, you know, to you the do. listener, to the listener, you know, and we need to have that conversations with the children of how and what to expect when you go into a relationship. What, what does it consist of? What does it look like? You know what I mean? Just because, like, like I told my kids, like sometimes we argue, you know, my me and my wife about certain things, about you know, you just just even you know minimal things nowadays. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, but yeah. but it's like, but it's like I, just I think every today, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So it's just like I mean, that's to you know what I mean to a certain extent that's pretty normal, bro. Yeah. It's just nowadays it just matters how you deal with. Back then, back then in the beginning of the relationship, it was it was like I want to have the right, like I want to be in the right in this in this in this argument. Now I don't give a fuck who's right, who's wrong. I just want to, you know, be like, okay, how do we fix it? Now it's like, how do we fix it? Back then it was like, nah, I'm right, you know. Yeah. And and yeah. that's when you see the maturity of the relationship. Mm-hmm. But you know, like when it comes to understanding what it consists of of being a father, being being uh uh, uh being there, bro, being there. That's that's when you got the key to the city, bro. Mm. You know. That's a good way. To, that's a good way to end that. That was a lot, man. A lot to unpack. Um, yeah. I agree with pretty much everything you said. Uh, and what really stood out for me was when you talked about how, you know, going through all this shit with somebody, but still deciding to consciously still stick around. And some some people might say, well, you know, why would you do that to yourself, right? You know, you only have one life to live. Go and live it. Uh, and some people might say, well, as a man, that's what you got to do, you know, especially if you have kids. Um, and you also mentioned the whole cultural differences, right. That, uh, that play a role and, and, uh, as to why people, you know, either stick around or don't stick around. And I, and I agree with that too. I think I'm gonna get more into that in a minute, you know, but there was just so much to unpack in there that I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go over some stats just to talk about, you know, some of the things you were talking about. Right. So like I, like I said earlier, right. When, when you have cohabiting parents, right, who are not married, right, it's a lot easier to, to get separated. So that's when you start having a lot of the times single mothers, right? Because most of the times it's the moms who end up, you know, taking care of the kids. <clears throat> Even if the dad's around, the mom is the one that's, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, like actually taking care of the kids, you know, and dad comes around maybe twice a week. I don't know, like they have mm-hmm. specific visitation rights, whatever it is, right? But mom is the one doing most of the work. Uh, so as of 2018 right now, 21% of kids live with a single mother, 21%. So, you know, that's, that's a lot. I mean, if you think about that, that's a lot of, and again, that goes across all, <clears throat> all ethnic groups, right? Uh, and 49% of these women who are single mothers were never married. So again, going back to what I said earlier, right? If you don't marry, like, the chances of you, you know, not, not sticking around, you know, that they just increase, right? Uh, and 25% of these women, uh, or jobless the entire mm. year. So you can only imagine now with COVID, you know, and everything else is shut down. So it's probably even worse now, you know? Uh, and then when we talk about, you know, specific 
specific, you know, uh, ethnicities, right? So for Latinas, it's uh, 23% of Latinas are single moms. That's a huge, huge deal. 23? Like, 23%. Dang. Right? Yeah, so if, if you want to go into into uh, unmarried category, right? Uh, it's, it's around 50%. So this includes single moms and unmarried moms. So 50% of our people are either not married or are living, you know, by themselves with, with a kid, but 23%, right? Uh, sorry, 25%, no, yeah, sorry, 23% are single moms, right? If you want to be more specific, right? For Latinas, for black mothers, it's 47%. Are you away? And unmarried black mothers, it's close to 70%. Fuck. Yeah, so it's a huge, huge issue, right? And when we compare it to whites, it's a uh, 13%. And I think, I think unmarried overall, it's 25%. And Asians, right, uh, only 7% are single mothers, right? So what sticks out to me when I look at these statistics, right? Understandable. Yeah, is when, it, when you compare that to the, to the income inequality, right? We, we talked about this in victimization, right? Who's on top of the economic ladder? It's Asians, then whites, right? And then I, I believe it was Blacks and then, uh, then Latinos, right? So it, it parallels that, it mirrors that, right? So that tells you that, Obviously, the, the father not being around is going to play a huge role uh, when it comes to uh, to poverty, obviously, right? And so many other issues, right? Uh, well, Middle Eastern. Um, would, would they, would, they would be included in white because, I mean, technically, I guess they're considered white, but uh, mm -hmm. that is not a statistic that I was able to find. But, I mean, I can definitely look into that. Cause that kind of goes a lot aligned with uh, Asians, cause they have kind of like traditionally they come from that strict, you know, they get culture. disowned mm -hmm. type of culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause that's that's pretty pretty much why is it is like that low because yeah. they have that, you know, kind of like pact, that family pact, and you know they're they're connected to other you know family from from their own country, and they all find out. So you know you know they disown you, and they they have that fear and shit. Yep. So when we want to talk about poverty, right? So 38% of single Latina moms lived in poverty in 2018. So almost almost half, 40%, right? I mean, again, this is a huge deal, obviously. You know, like if, if living in poverty is it's gonna cause so many, so many issues, right? Uh the median, the median income, right, for for them, right, was forty-five thousand dollars, forty-five uh thousand dollars, and compared to married couples. 93k right mm. so we're talking about you know more a little bit more than double of right so that extra extra money that, that a man would bring in uh you know plays a huge role in poverty right again you talked about this you know if i have a kid with a girl uh and i say it's not working out if i dip you know like just completely dip because these are these are women who are living by themselves with no help like the man is not around period mm. you know it's gonna affect you know your kid just with just with poverty we're just not we're not even talking about other things right um so for for women right who are single here in california since it's so expensive here they would have to pay 60.4 percent of their income just to afford childcare. Wow. more than more than half of their income has, would have to go to that so again a lot of the times they can't even do that you know so they're not around right so what happens when they're not around right mm. like you said i mean like there's so many things that that that, uh, that can happen. So what are your thoughts on this, man? Man, it's a whole lot of stuff, bro. <laughs> I mean, shit, if you look at it that way, bro, I mean, 
Rasa thought they had it bad. Fuck, black people. So, bro, like, like, damn, it's crazy, you know. But and 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 then you know, bringing it back to how we we said it in other episodes that, you know, we don't have that platform where you know, like like black people have, you know, the NAACP and all that, you know, other other organizations. We don't have something like that, but yet they're not teaching their own this what i was telling you about you know teaching our young how to how to how to be a parent how to be how to how to how to be in a relationship and all that i mean you know so like when when do we say let, let's have that you know i mean these in reality bro these things should should be taught in school bro they should you know because if this percentage is is you know if if this is looking like that statistically and it's a fucking problem. How are they? Who's addressing it? Who's who's making a change for it? Who, what what are they doing about this? Just letting it be. And I think the reason why no one's focusing on this is because we're focusing on things that we think are still affecting us, right? So again, you see the media, you see all these videos of people getting killed, right, by cops. You see all these protests. You see all these things, right? So that is our focus because we still believe mm. that that historically, because we've been victimized, we still think those are our issues, right? But really, this is the mo- this is the this is the biggest factor in both the brown and black community. It's 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 the number one factor that no one is even addressing, mm-hmm. right? And I, and I think if you address this issue, you would address a lot of the problems that we have in our communities. But why don't we do that? Because that then that, that means we have to reflect. And then when mm-hmm. we start doing this, the point the finger you know begins to be pointed at you. You're like, wait, mm-hmm. I'm part of the problem. You know what I mean? Mm. nobody wants to think like that nobody wants to say well it's not my it's not my fault i mean it's somebody else's fault that i'm that i'm I'm poor you know what i mean it's somebody else's fault that i'm stuck in the vodka right and somebody else's fault that i can't get out of the system but where does it start starts at home right you know what i mean and and again it it just baffles my mind that no one's even addressing this but then again it doesn't because a lot a lot of the stuff that we are focusing on right it's just it's easy to say what's somebody else's fault Let's fuck mm. them up, you know. Let let's make them pay for it, right? Because it's, mm. I think it's gonna solve the problem, but really, you know, yeah, man. Man, see, I see that as this is the outcome to the problem. Exactly. This is this is what came because of not fixing the problem. Exactly. So, you know, I wonder if, <clears throat> like, you know how I mean, scholars go into this shit all day long. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wonder what is their solution. I mean, we hear them, you know. There's like platforms for like, you know, for, you know, colleges, you know, universities, they have their, their presence online where, you know, they have these talks, these meetings or whatnot, but what comes out of it? We don't see any of what comes out of that conversation where these, these elite people that have studied their whole lives on certain topics, certain subjects, and they put their two cents in it. And then they say something super smart. It goes trendy for a fucking week. <laughs> it goes trendy for a week. Whatever the fuck smart thing they said. And then what comes out of it? Nothing. We go back to the same normal stupid shit we go through every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why it, it, dialogue is important. Yeah, it's very important. But extracting that importance of the dialogue and putting it into action, that is more because, you know, that that's worth a, a bit more because then we're actually seeing it in real time, how that is working, how those words can impact in the physical form in life. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because 
people can say all day long, yeah, the cops are the problem. Okay. Well, how do we solve it? And uh, I mean, what what do you I mean, what do you suggest? Like, you know, like exactly. you know, <laughs> like okay, but then like with this, with this, and I want to refer to this this last. You know, when it comes to Raza, there's this last thing that happened recently mm -hmm. with Adam Toledo, um, mm -hmm. you know, where there's a lot of point of views in camera where it mm -hmm. shows it shows him taking out the gun from his pocket or his waist and tossing it behind the fence. And, you know, there's another view where you can't see that. You just see him kind of mm -hmm. like tw twirl around and then put his hands up. So it's like, you know, it, 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 it's just perspective. Mm -hmm. everything is perspective you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh um so there's pictures out there already where you know he has his hands up with nothing in his hand and there's pictures out there where he the, his hand is on his waist with the gun so it's like it's all perspective mm -hmm. and see this type of incident that has been going on for years where uh a, a youngster gets shot by cops you know is going to continue having because yeah. we go back to if we were to investigate how his regular life is and who the guidance was there Hold for on. him you're gonna see a uh uh what's it called a, a trend you're gonna see a, a you know something there that you've seen in other stories that ha uh, ended up the same way mm -hmm. uh you know there's th gonna be a repetition of story in all of these different you know cases that we see and it's, it's gonna end up pointing to the guidance was not there the you know no one was there really to to steer him to the right direction exactly. you know because now we're hearing that he was a part of this 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 a gang or whatnot yeah. and now and now that that the what what is it like the latin kings are gonna start shooting cops or, i don't know there's a lot of speculation into you know all this bullshit but you know that is just the outcome of not addressing the problem Mm -hmm. way before any of this exactly. shit even before him associating himself to to gangs exactly you know if people around him family members were to have seen some kind of sign of him going astray that 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 matters a lot you know even even the sign whatever you know what i mean like i could have been easily killed as a kid mm -hmm. hanging out with the wrong people mm -hmm. what would they have said you know they were just fucking like oh let's protest and and you know and then that's it week. yeah yeah that's pretty much it it's pretty much Become it my hashtag you know what i mean just complain for a whole week fuck shit up for a whole week or whatever it takes and then go back exactly. to normal lives you know what i mean like yeah and it's a good point that you, that you brought that up because i was going to get to that in a minute right and but i asked myself you know what i mean and again it shouldn't have to get to that at that point it's too late when you've been shot you know because it's either gonna get you're gonna get shot by the cops or some other motherfucker is gonna shoot mm -hmm. you on the street mm -hmm. And if, and th what bothers me is that if you get shot by another motherfucker on the street, why don't we protest that? Mm. You know what I mean? Like it still happens. It ha actually happens more as we've talked about, right? Than with cops, but nobody is addressing that. Nobody wants to talk about that because it's not pretty, right? Because we don't want to look at ourselves and say, you know what? We're the problem. We're fucking mm. up, right? And also, like you said, why is there a 13 year old boy on the street at that time? Why the fuck is he out there? With a gun. Yeah, with the gun. What are you doing out there with the gun? You know what I mean? Like, and, and we both, you know, we we have that that street experience. So we 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 can we can bring that perspective, right? Like you said, you could have been out there too. You know what I mean? Like, like dead, right? And yeah. luckily it didn't happen to you, right? Uh luckily it didn't happen to me too. 
Uh, but a big, big major part of that was because my dad was, was around. Your dad was around, right? Yeah, yeah. My dad would have whooped my fucking ass. Even if, even if, you know, when I was hanging out or whatever on the street, trying to be a little G whatever and she want to call it, he, like, I still respected his fucking decisions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, whenever I would try to do some shit, I would think about my dad. What's my mm-hmm. dad going to say? What's he gonna, how is he going to feel about this, right? If it wasn't for my dad, I wouldn't have given a fuck. I would have done whatever it takes to, you know, to get respect from the neighborhood or whatever you, whatever you want to call it. And those who were astray that I knew, that was the issue. Their dad was not around. Or, e- or even if, if they didn't, you know, get into gangs, a lot of these fools lack confidence in themselves, right? So they, they do things that, that hurt themselves, right? I had a homie who, when, it was, when he was 21, um, you know, he, he, he went through depression and I didn't, I mean, I didn't know how to deal with it. I mean, I was 21 myself and, and, uh, he was talking about killing himself, but mm-hmm. he told me, I, I don't deserve to live, man. I don't. And what was the issue? His dad was never, his dad was locked up because he was like fucking six. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and another homie that I have, right. Dad was on the picture, you know, he struggled with confidence. Right, we're getting jobs, which is like being, you know, being able to to talk to women, right? Um, so all of these issues that 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 happen in our communities that we're not talking about, we should be talking about. Mm. And and, and um, yeah, man. So, and you know, uh, I have been messaging our, you know, people that that send us a. Uh, messages on our on our page on the facebook and yeah. and on instagram i've been i've been telling them like like Talk let's go it. let's go live let's go live on instagram like nobody wants to yeah well nobody has <laughs> has you know yeah actually um there's one person was interested in uh talking i forgot where I, I was talking to that person i don't know if it was facebook or instagram or anything else but um so we were i mean i i you know i invite anyone to 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 come into our uh, instagram page it's a rasta that's uh rasa dot stand dot podcast find us and uh yeah shoot me a uh a, a message shoot us a message and uh whenever you know you're ready to go live let's talk about this because uh as you can see we're passionate about this we want to see change in our people um changing the world overall but you know we got to start with our own because you know this is what you know we gotta we gotta deal with is our own you know so it's uh yeah, we got to see it, you know, have that dialogue. It helps a lot to have that understanding, you know, in within dialogue. Um, but with with uh, what you were saying, bro, that, um, you know, not understanding your homie that was having, you know, going through that because of her, of, of his pops being locked up for so long. You know, I mean, how, how no one, you know, like no one's ever talked to you about that before that. You know uh, how someone some was, you know, like that was not your experience. You don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. You know, he doesn't obviously know how to deal with that. That's why he's feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can we even attempt to help each other besides just like just just stay up, bro? Stay up, bro. That that's hard to tell. I mean, really, that's that. What else can we do, bro? I mean, like, you know, at the time you said that that, that you were on on, you know not thinking straight anyway in, in yeah. your own path, you know? Mm-hmm. So how can, how can someone that's not in the right mind in, in overall, you know, society be guiding someone that's going through some shit? Like it's, it's you know, it's, that's yeah. exactly what I went through too, bro. Like I seen people going through shit and, and what can I do? Let's spark another bull. 
<laughs> what, what I mean, what, what uh, that's that's really what you know that as as ignorant as that is, bro. That's yeah. really how 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 these kids, how we, how I mean, how I, you know, and how other teenagers are coping with their circumstances, bro. And it's fucking sad. And it's yeah. even sadder. It's even more sad to to know that their family members are not noticing that they're going through mm-hmm. this shit. Or even are noticing, but aren't doing shit about it. They're just like, oh, well, he'll get over it. He'll get over it. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, how, he'll get over it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's fucking sad, bro. And that's, and then you see stories and then you see, oh, you know, so-and-so fucking this, did, did whatever, you know, killed his fucking wife and kids and shit. And, and this actually happened with Rasa too, where, where, you know, the, 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 the man, the, uh, the husband, comes home and kills fucking wife and, and kids. Like for, I mean, I've seen stories like that and I've heard stories like that. And a lot of the times was because of another dude with like a Sancho moving in or some shit. And mm-hmm. he, he decides to kill off the whole family on, on some stupid shit, you know? And it's like, and it's like, see? Some animal shit, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's all because- of the Cubs and shit. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, like, and all because- of not having the 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 power to just to just you know stop stop themselves and just mm-hmm. think about it before fucking acting on it and 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 it goes back to school it goes back to school at home it, it goes back to all that shit mm-hmm. if we would have stopped it from the get-go and put some sense into them and and repeat that sense over and over and over you know what I mean? Keep mentioning to them. Of course, it's going to be still cases. It's going to be casualties still. You know what I mean? Sometimes where you have these not, you know, good families and 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 the parents are, are, are even educators and they've done their best of educating at home. And you hear those stories too, where the kid yeah. goes fucking buck wild and, 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 you know, they have a, they just so happen to have a fucking gun in their house and mm-hmm. the kid fucking do some stupid shit with the gun. Yeah. I mean, those are those stories too. But a lot of the times, that goes along with mental illness, yeah. which is another topic that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Yeah, we're going to cover that too, you know, in a few weeks. Yeah. 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 So it, it, it all kind of, you know, it all kind of fucking, you know, is within the same umbrella, bro, which is a touchy thing. You know, it, it's kind of like people like, people like, you know, it happened. It happened. Let's just get past it. Let's just mm-hmm. get past it. You know, hopefully, hopefully this doesn't happen again. And that's fucking super naive, bro. Because we're just letting it happen over and over again, expecting for the problem to fix itself. Exactly. Yeah, man. And 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 I'm glad you brought that up too. Cause I mean, you talked about how even in cases where you have, you know, the dad is around. I mean, we're not saying that that, you know, if you have your dad around that you're gonna live a perfect life. And I mean, no, obviously not. I mean, you know, there's again, it's my case. I mean, you know, my dad was around the home and I mean, but I lived in a neighborhood that was influenced by, mm-hmm. by gang members and drugs and all that kind of shit. So, you know, had family that was involved in it too. So, I mean, but what allowed me to not go any deep in that shit was my dad. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like he was there to, to really, you know, like basically instead of like, he didn't, by the time, by the time I was at that age, you know, like at that point, I mean, there's only so much you can do. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, you're gonna make your own decisions, but mm. his influence, you know, on me, you know, Every decision that I made, I had my dad in mind, even when I was acting dumb. Like I remember the one thing that really that really stuck to me, bro. When I was I must have been like eighteen or nineteen. You know, uh, I had I remember I had shaved my head and I, I had like baggy ass fucking clothes and shit. 
And my dad always hated that shit. I mean, he he his his brother fucking got killed because of that shit. His brother was oh, a, was a member and shit. So that also affected him. I mean, he felt he felt embarrassed that you know like that I was going to, and I understand that now. I mean, as an adult, I mean, obviously, you know, what what really stuck to me that day was because I have I have a young sister who who just turned eighteen. You know, uh, last November, so we were like years apart. You know, at the time she was like two or three, I think. And I remember he said, you know. If you want to fuck up your life, that's on you. But don't get my daughter killed because of your fucking actions. That shit fucking like hit me. Like he didn't even say your sister, bro. He said he said my daughter. You know what I mean? So, so him him saying that to me. I mean, if he didn't say that to me, you know, I, I mean, who knows what I would have done? You know, what I mean, having those those things coming from him, you know, I mean, it, it hit home. You know. Uh, so yeah, man, it's it's important to have that that uh, that uh, in us because especially in our communities, I mean, and I might get more into it in a minute. You know, the fathers, you know, usually are are the ones who you know who, who discipline people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But as far as like the government, you know, what they tried to do, as and you might you might even argue that that they made the situation worse, right? So again, right after the the you know the Civil Rights Act, right? the government, what they did is they established, you know, the welfare system, right, or the war on poverty, right, and it's cost us five trillion dollars to this day, and really poverty, it's still the case, again, because of what happened is a lot of these women, you know, were told, you know what, uh, don't worry about getting married, you know, we got you, because a lot of them are not married, so that also, you know, uh, influenced that, right, for people not to get married, right, to, to not have a man in the household, right, so the government, if you want to blame the government in that sense, you could do that. You know what I mean? Like that's where they played a role. Right. Mm. But as far, and you've already kind of touched on this, you talked about, you know, men specifically, you know, in our culture, right. Uh, there is obviously machismo in Hispanic mm. culture. And, and I specifically say Hispanic because you know, th- again, this goes back to the Spaniards, right? Mm-hmm. This is the this is the culture that they brought, right? Where historically the man is the one who makes most of the decisions, right? And the woman is more subservient, right? And uh, usually there's very strict gender roles, right? Um, so the man is the breadwinner. Uh, the woman is, stays at home, you know, with the kids if he can, right? Um, and that's the structure, you know, in the family, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, for many years that worked because, you know, uh, even like, even in places like in Mexico, Latin America, right? I mean, like my dad, I mean, he was, he was from a family of, uh, I think 10, 10 kids. And, you know, I mean, my grandma stayed at home, you know, and she's the one that made the food for everybody and shit. And, he, and you know, he would have to work with his dad and, and whatnot, but, but that was very strict, right? And this new age of where women are going to work is very, very recent, right? Mm-hmm. It's not something that that has been happening for years. I mean, yeah, you know, if you want to really go back to the Industrial Revolution, I mean, you can say it kind of started there, right, with the first feminist movement. But in our culture, for the most part, you know, the man, makes, the man makes the decisions, right? Mm-hmm. The man is the one who says, you know, hey, uh, you know, uh, this is the way it's going to go. And there is no questioning that. Right. And you talked about how more so with women from, from Latin America, they're a little more obedient. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, in my, in my, in my family, I mean, that's the way it was. I mean, you know, my dad was very pretty much the unquestioned leader, you know, my mom didn't work. So I grew up with that. You know, I grew up seeing that that was my model of, you know, of what a man's supposed to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you get introduced to, uh, you know, being born here, right. And seeing different ideas, it's very difficult to, 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 um, how do I say to swim in that? Because you're seeing your dad doing this, but then you're seeing how, you know, women are functioning in this society. So when I was younger, I had a hard time with relationships because of that, you know, like I couldn't manage them because I mean, I was told that I was too sexist and probably mm. so. I mean, I might even, I might, I might even be that today because I mean, like, you know, because of the way I was raised. Right. But, uh, mm. I at least try to make an attempt to, to, I mean, to not do that, but, and I, and you mentioned this before too, how, yes, mm. it can be, it can be, you know, uh, it can be problematic when the man is making other decisions, but at the same time, it's not all bad, right? And what I mean by that is that if you have, I mean, for myself, I have a very strong personality, right? In uh, the relationship. So a lot of the times I do come across as, you know, I guess being dominant or whatever and shit. And because I've been told that by my girl, I mean, she's like, yeah, you know, you're not empathetic, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, just to put, just put it out there and shit, but but it's hard to, to, you know, I can see the other men, like you said earlier, having those issues, right? And say, you know what? I don't want to deal with the woman that's always fucking questioning me. That's always mm -hmm. boys. It was just too much. I'm going to go get myself a girl that's like, you know, uh, either going to do that. Or if not, then I'm going to fucking bounce. Mm. Right? And that happens a lot. What do you think about that? Man, it's a whole lot of stuff, man. <laughs> it's a whole lot of stuff, man. Um you mentioned bro about looking at at your parents how they were dealing stuff how 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 how, how your how dads how you know traditional parents fathers would are you know treat their wives it's like you know it's like Callate. you know what i mean that 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 you know don't say nothing you you know you know out of your mouth should come nothing you know nothing wise will come out of your mouth kind of type of thing you know what i mean and to this day, bro, uh, believe it or not, my 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 pops is still like that with my mom. Believe it. That 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 like you know just traditions, bro. It's tradition, mm -hmm. and I've told them about it. I've told like I've gone into arguments with with my pops, like telling them like like how is it that when a white man is telling you a direction, like you you listen to him and you pay it and you follow his instruction with no ifs or buts but it's okay for you to do that same thing that you don't like to your own wife mm. and he didn't fucking like that i bet he didn't fucking <laughs> so you know but i mean bro like you know yeah the states might have fucked us up in the way where they took our identity or whatnot but it made me understand that what is right and what is not right. Even mm -hmm. by seeing the wrong things, you know, mostly is what made me think like, you know, what is right, what is not right. You know, what is just, what is unjust. Uh, and see, th th that's what traditional people uh, don't understand. And you, you can beat the sense into them and they will not understand, bro. They you know, they might understand the concept, like, you know, of what you're getting at, but 
And even if they do understand, bro, they will never admit it. Mm-hmm. Traditional mm-hmm. people will never admit that they're yeah. wrong. Yeah. So that that's even, you know, so what's the point of even fighting that case? Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you're going to just be on the wrong any fucking way, you're not going to get through to anyone because they're just, you know, you know, their ego or something is getting in the way of them recognizing and, and standing up and be like, okay, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Fuck, you know, I fucked up. I shouldn't have been this way. Um, but when you mentioned also that a lot of things have helped you to, you know, make you into who you are, I think religion also, bro. Yeah, it's another factor Which where we'll talk about too later. Another, yeah, well. but see, like I mentioned before, bro, like other topics that we have talked about, re- religion is a another is a reason why to fear to have to have to to have some kind of a fear in you to not do bad, mm-hmm. and I think that because my mom, she she used to be a, a, a what's it called um. Uh, like uh, she used to be a teacher for um, catechism. The catechism. There we go, there we go. And so she she knew all the prayers and all that. And she would always as kids, she would always be. She used to actually have me read the Bible out loud to her nice. when I was smaller. She she would do that, and I remember that. Uh, so I knew I knew like the you know I wouldn't say the ins and outs of the Bible, but I knew like you no know, stories. I knew. Yeah. You know, to this day, I mean, a lot of it still is with me, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, recognizing the stories, understanding the, the value of the stories and things of that. So not not to say that, that I believe it fully or not, but, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I know it. So just knowing those things and that that book is considered sacred, that book is considered more than just a book, more than just what, you know, whatnot. Uh, and the stories in the book says what can happen to a person when they do bad things like that. So just knowing that, bro, knowing that, having the ability to have someone tell you and bring you into that light of knowing that. See, if I didn't have a mom, if I if I had a, you know, single, you know, parent, you know, my father, not my mom, then I wouldn't have that in me. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And vice versa. If I only had a mom, I would probably be lazy as fuck. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I wouldn't understand the, 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 the valley of work because my dad that, that's what my dad preached all the time you know, yes. you know that's you know so that was his thing even though my mom was a hard worker too but she wouldn't really talk about much about you know trabajar, you know what i mean my dad that was his thing that was his you know phrase all the time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's either or like you, you can have you can be a really you know i mean you can be an overall person an overall great person anyway even if you only have a mom if you yes. come to understand if you, if if she puts her foot down and disciplines you in a certain way that you come to understand and come to your senses like, damn, my mom is really doing this all by herself. But see, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of kids don't realize, don't get to that moment in their in no, their minds no. that they sit back and like, wait, so you're telling me that all these other kids that there's been cases that that kids have both parents and they still fuck up in life. And I have a greater, I'm at greater risk as a one parent uh, uh, you know, household to, you know, end up in the wrong place in my life, then I need to get my shit together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the majority of, of single parent, you know, kids don't come to that realization until like later on, maybe when they're in jail or some shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And even then they, they probably won't even put it into play point, when they get out of jail. Play, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So, yeah. so a lot of the times it's all also depends on self, mm-hmm. self-realization on self, you know, if, if, if self wants to 
wants to get in those shoes, if self wants to improve, if self wants to learn more, if self wants to, you know, do better in school. Because you know what I mean? with, even with two parents, if both parents tell the kid, do good in school, it's pay attention, you. you know? Yeah, yeah, pretty mm -hmm. much at the end of the day, it's on the fucking kid, mm -hmm. you know? Because the parents can't fucking be there all the time in school with them and all that, it's on the kid. Yeah. So, you know, either way, if you have two parents or not, it's it's on the individual most of the time. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, man. And I think what, what really stuck out, stuck out to me was your story, how you had your mom really be more of the nurturer and your dad was more of the dis disciplinarian, if, I, if I'm mm -hmm. correct, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's why, uh, you know, that that's one of the, you know, I guess positive aspects of, of, uh, of machismo in Hispanic culture, because that has been traditionally the roles that that men play and women play, right? Mm -hmm. You have your mom be more of a nurturer and then you have your dad be more of the disciplinarian. And because it's so instilled in our culture, right? Uh, when we don't have that, we don't have dad, right? When we only have mom, you know, just being loving or whatever or trying to be loving, right? Mm -hmm. That only works up until you get to a certain age, right? When you're mm -hmm. in teens, you don't want your mom to be hugging you and kissing you in front of your friends. Yeah. You know I mean, like at least most dudes don't, right? So they want to be tough. They want to be the fucking big bad wolf in the fucking neighborhood and shit, right? And if that's when you need your dad, I mean, it's hard to say this, but to fucking whoop your ass. I mean, sometimes mm -hmm. if you need to get your ass whooped because you're not fucking, you know, you're not, you're not, uh, you know, listening and shit. That works. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. some might say, hey, you know, why are you advocating violence or why are you advocating child abuse? I mean, I'm not talking about fucking, you know, abusing the shit out of somebody. But, you know, for me, when I was a kid, I got my ass kicked all the time, mm -hmm. you know, up until maybe like middle school, you know. And it wasn't because my dad was abusive. It was because I was fucking up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. but that again, the, the, you even mentioned the whole fear of God. You know what I mean? Like striking the fear of God. Like for me, it was fearing God and then fearing my dad. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I loved him. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but like, I respected him so much that I just didn't like even 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 like getting an F in school, bro. Like when I got my first mm -hmm. F, I was fucking. I was terrified. You know, because I knew what my dad was gonna do. You know what I mean? Like, shit. Luckily out. for me, man, <laughs> I fucked up so much on the outside of school, but in school, bro, I don't know how the fuck I did it, bro. I would always get fucking B's and A's, bro. Like, no, I would ditch, I would ditch a whole lot of school. I wouldn't, dude. Like, I don't fucking know how I did it, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I knew I had something in there. Yeah, like, exactly. I knew I had. That's why I was like, I always wanted, and the whole thing that um, you know, what came about me wanting going go into psychology was because of this whole arena of things that I would always think about, bro. Mm. You know, I knew better. I just didn't do better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's the shit, bro. Yeah. And then obviously the obvious, you know, the obvious negative things about machismo or the violence that, you know, happened towards women. I mean, you talked mm. about that too. I mean, more so in the past than now. I mean, but, you know, like back in the day, you know, you had, you had that happening a lot and it still kind of happens today. But you know that that is a that is a problem, man. and that, that mm. contributes to why women decide to leave, you know, mm. uh, the, uh, the the males. I mean, the men, right? Yeah. And another huge issue that that we don't we don't really even even talk about how how machismo plays a role in this, but the object objectification of women, right? And I know that for me, like that really affected me growing up, you know, like I was I was. I was, uh, you know, I guess for lack of a better word, sexualized at a very young age. So being exposed to things that you shouldn't be, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be exposed to, exposed to as a kid. 
really affects how you see women, right? Mm -hmm. It affected my my relations with women. I mean, it affected how I, the way I viewed them for a very long time, really up until I was, you know, until I met my girl, yeah. you know, like 27, you know, like that, that, uh, that it, it plays another huge role, you know, like this, this thing that we have as men, you know, hey, you know, let's, let's, let's fuck as many girls as, as we can, because that's, that's what men do. That's, you know, mm -hmm. you just go and hit whatever you can, you know what I mean? Like if you, if you're talking to a girl, then your goal is to hit that is mm. that's what we're taught as young men I mean, yeah so if you get exposed to that at a very young age you know that that is that's a problem you know yeah. and and um yeah man like just obviously the media plays a role in that too but but our culture you know i don't know if you notice this you know like you see a girl on the street you know who's fucking come around start honking and shit hey you know what's mm. up like i like that ass or whatever just some bullshit you know what i mean like this some shit that that you would never want to hear being told to your mom or to your sister or to anybody, you know, really, you know, like when you see that shit now, like, I mean, I never really participated in that behavior, but, but like the thoughts, you know, like, damn, like this goes hot. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, like, I'm going to do what it takes to, and you know, to, to get that and shit, you know, growing up, that was my mindset, mm -hmm. you know, up until I got into a really serious relationship. And, you know, like one thing that, that, uh, that, um, uh, you know, plays in the back of my mind is I don't know if you heard the song "Daughters" by uh, by Nas. Yeah. Right. You know, like the the line that really stuck stuck to me was uh, I think it goes uh, you know, the biggest players in the world get blessed with little girls and shit. Oh uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So like when I, I like the my, hook, I like yeah. the hook. The hook's pretty dope. Yeah. When I had yeah. my daughter, I was like, well, you know, now I gotta deal with that. You know, I have a daughter now, and there's gonna be motherfuckers who are gonna be doing the same thing. So, yeah. you know, yeah. like we, it we, says. Not to say that our sons are less important. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But, uh, you know, I thought that, bro. Dang, it's a whole lot of stuff, bro. A whole lot of stuff. Um, now, when it comes to what you said, bro, like, that in, in what form did, do you mean that you were, like, how did you put it? Um, that you were put in a position that, you know, that you understood, you understood sex at an early age. <clears throat> Where did you learn that from? Um, I remember seeing a magazine of, you know, this is back when we used to watch WWE, mm -hmm. WWF, the divas and shit, mm. like all these images of women, you like know. China, is it China or yeah, something like right? that? Sunny, huh. I it was sunny and shit. Sunny. Okay. Sunny. You know, and I, I was nine, bro. I was nine years old. Like, and I was already, already like experiencing like these, these feelings, these sexual feelings, you know, like a nine year old should be, should not be fucking feeling that. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and the fact that i remember i remember when when we we bought the magazine right we bought it you know we went to a to a fucking um event and i remember my mom was like why are you letting him buy that and my dad's like ah you know it just it, it's just like a fucking wrestler don't worry about it you know but mm -hmm. that that fucking magazine bro like it changed my entire life you know mm -hmm. like the way i saw women i mean like before that you know women were just women now women had you know had a body and like I liked it and you know and I wanted to do shit and like that contributed to, to again to me like when I began to engage with women you know in that way like that's how I saw them you yeah know? and and you know it affected you know f building a bond with women has not been something that's been easy for me like at least mm. emotionally at least you know like and that's why you know now with my girl I mean like when we do have issues it's like this is where it comes from it comes from this you know like the fact that i've settled down for seven years now it's something that, that i would never do back in the day mm. you know so 
Yeah, man. See, now, let me ask you this, bro. I know our platform is to, like, talk from, you know what I mean, from uh, at a raw perspective of things and shit. Yeah. And I know that a lot of these talks, they're so touchy that a lot of people be, like, straight up just tune off immediately <laughs> after hearing something that they're just not, they're not accustomed to hearing because mm-hmm. it's just, it's just people don't like talking about it they for don't. some weird reason, even though these are the main reasons why a lot of people end up in wrong, in the wrong side of the track with relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you mentioned that whole thing, like, you know, like my first experience of something sexual, bro, was when I was like, shit, I would tell you like six, bro, seven. Shit. And, and that was, check this out, bro. Like, my shit wouldn't even stand up yet, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, At yeah. That fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I didn't, I didn't know shit about that. Uh-huh. But my sister, what when she's like 10 years older than me, she would, she had friends, right? She mm-hmm. would bring her friends over. And the her friend's sister was about my age, bro. Maybe a year older than me or something. Okay. But just about my same age. So she must have been about, you know, about eight when I was like, you know, seven. Um she would take me into the restroom, bro, and straight up, and straight up, sit me on the toilet while she grinds on me, bro. That, that, bro. And I remember that shit. And I was like, looking back, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, not too much of like that I was exposed to it, but which it, which it is a, which it is a problem. But more so, where the fuck was she at mentally, bro? At that age, to be honest, some shit. Yeah, you know what, bro? That's yeah. yeah. Now I'm like, pobrecita, bro. For yeah. her to be not only exposed to it, but want to mimic it, bro, mm-hmm. that far off, bro, like, that's that that made me like, fuck, you know? And later on in life, I seen her again. I seen her again. And yeah, bro, she, she not to, you know, talk down on people that, you know, you know, whatever, bro, but se miraba bien gastada, bro. Like, like, like if, like if, you know, guys just had her, had their way with her yeah. for whatever, you know what I mean? And just, I was like, fuck, pobrecita, man. Like, you know, fuck. you know, and it just goes back to, goes back to like, you know, what happened in that household, bro? Like what happened? Like, you know, who, who was there for, who, the people that were supposed to be there for her, what happened? You know, like, damn. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of the times, you know, like I remember being in this program uh, about 10 years ago, it was like a social justice program. And we had to talk about, you know, just sexism and, you know, and violence against women. And to me, bro, I was fucking just shocked with some of the shit they were saying because they called it a fishbowl. So all the men had to be, had to be in a circle and all the women had to come around and just say shit that they heard in their lives, you know, like in your ear, right? But you close your eyes. But that wasn't the worst part. The worst part was when they started talking about what happened to them, stories Mm. of them. And I'm not even kidding you about 50 to 60% of the women that were in that circle had either gotten molested, Dang. gotten fucking raped, or some shit like that, right? So again, that goes back to violence, you know, and, and, and objectification, right? Uh, uh, and if you do that cycle, right? If you repeat that cycle, if you do it, really do it if you do it to a kid, I mean, there was no way that, that, that the young girl that was doing that to you, you know, was uh, not, I'm sure she either got exposed to something because yeah. that does not make any sense for, Mm-mm. like you said, you know, like you're like, what the hell is going on? I mean, the same shit for me. I remember one of my cousins, you know, like talking about porn, like we were like, maybe like four or five that he had seen it. He was watching a fucking a Disney movie and then somebody recorded over that. They recorded porn over it, mm. you know, like a VHS tape. And he was talking about what he saw there. 
and that stayed with my mind too i was like man like and he was like trying to show me how to do it like okay this is this is what you're supposed to do at fucking five years old you know what i mean like things that you're never supposed to fucking be exposed to at that age and shit and this is something mm. i never told anybody like you're the fucking first person that knows this shit mm. you know what i mean so i'm putting that shit out there like that <laughs> you know i don't even think he knows like what he was doing and shit you know what i mean but mm. but just being exposed to that kind of shit and he obviously saw that somewhere else you know but yeah man like and, and i think you know just to jump into the next topic a big reason why you know the feminist movement you know that really exploded in the 1970s right right after the 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 civil rights movement was because of this you know like we, we had historically obviously men have you know this had to weigh with women right uh but at the same time and this might sound controversial right even though it empowered women right it destroyed the nuclear family mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is because, you know, this is when women start to hear, you know what, you don't need a man in your life, you know, you don't need, you don't need them for anything and shit, you know, uh, you can go out and work on your own, you know, and, and we're pretty much useless and shit, you know what I mean? And, and, and a lot of people get told that, you know, and, and young girls get told that. So that also contributed to like, you know, men, you know, basically having more issues with women, right? Because mm. like you said, they broke away from traditional values, obviously, right? That things that were obviously wrong, right? But then there came the thing where it's like, no, like now, now I want to be the one in charge, right? And this is probably more with recent, you know, recent feminism, right? Where women, you know, a lot of the times want to be the ones making decisions. And that's fine. I mean, I don't have an issue with that, right? But like I said, when you come from a culture where historically you have been the one in charge, right? In your culture, and you meet someone who has that kind of attitude, there's going to be a lot of clashing. A lot of the times it's not going to work. So if you do have kids, right, there goes the fucking divorce, there goes, they go, there goes you splitting up, right? So it does have its pros and cons. And also something that nobody ever really talks about is also the sexual revolution of the 1960s, right? And the 70s, mm. right? That also contributed to the objectification of women because now women are being told, you know what? You can have sex with whoever you want and that's fine. I mean, and no judgment. I mean, I'm not here to say you can't do that, but as a dude, right? If you're seeing that this girl, like you said, is, you know, is, is just fucking going around with everybody, that's also contributing to that, right? So, okay, mm -hmm. well, I mean, if, if anything, it just makes it easier for men just to fucking leave because now yeah. they're also also contributing to, you know, because back in the day, you know, like women would not give it up unless you married them, right? Mm. So, and traditionally, I, a lot of women, are, you know, like have been told that. So that that's, that's the, the give and take, you know what I mean? Like you, I mean, this is why, people in Mexico would get married at fucking 15, 16. Mm -hmm. I mean, my grandparents got married in 16 and 19 and shit, like, because they wanted to do that shit, you know, let's, let's, let's just be fucking honest and shit, mm -hmm. you know? But that that is something that's never really talked about. Yes, you know, the, the intention is to empower women, but the, the effects of it have not always been positive. What are your thoughts on that? Mm -hmm. Damn. I don't know how to feel about that, bro. If statistically they were married, they were married at, at what, 18, you said? Mm -hmm. Dang, I got married at 19. My wife was 18. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Oh, man, it's crazy. It's nuts, bro. See, you know what I mean? Like, it could have gone both ways with, you know what I mean? It, it, it could have ended terribly. Mm -hmm. You know, on, on my end, it could have it, it ended terribly. Now, talking about feminism, bro. Um, So, when was it? When do you think that we started 
as a raza for our females getting more of that American way? Because I know that that whole workforce for women uh, being, you know, a pro propaganda being promoted and whatnot, that came like, what, 60s? Yeah, it was during the Chicano movement. And it's because, again, it goes back to, you know, traditionally, you know, men have been in charge, you know, even in the mm -hmm. movement, right? The men were the ones making most of the decisions. So mm -hmm. women began to say, well, what the fuck? If you're fighting against the white man, you know, you're also oppressing us, right? Kind of like what you talked about with yeah. put your dad and shit. So this is why if you go to, uh, at least when I went to school, a lot of the, excuse me, a lot of the, um, the departments uh, were called Chicana slash Chicano studies. Because before mm -hmm. it was just Chicano studies. Yeah. Right. So they made the emphasis to, to also at the women because historically, you know, even in our communities, I mean, even those who were trying to empower the community were also still oppressing women. Yeah. In the process, right. So I would say that's where it started. And really, I mean, in the 70s, you know, because the 70s women's movement, I mean, it was really for all women. It was mainly, you know, pushed by white women, but it was really, you know, it impacted everybody because, I mean, if yeah. you're an American citizen living on this side of town and or in this side of the border, or whatever, you were affected by it. So, uh, women were, you know, uh, encouraged to go look for a job to get an education. And right now, I mean, it's been working for them, you know, like they, they, uh, they lead, you know, in education and they're doing better than us. I mean, the men, you know, especially, you know, like Rasa and shit, they're just, they're just doing better than us, you know, when it comes to that. So that's also affecting, you know, who they're marrying, because if you have an education and if fucking Vatos in a neighborhood, are just mm -hmm. not educated or just don't have to ship together, who the fuck are they going to marry? Who, who are they going to, mm -hmm. you know, fucking be with if, if we still have to ship together you know what i'm saying like so a lot of them end mm -hmm. up marrying outside their culture because they can't find men latino yeah. men you know who um who fucking um you know just have their shit together you know what i mean mm. but, yeah. Damn, bro. something just came to my mind when, when it came to this you know i remember back in high school or actually middle school where it was glorified to be a gangster girls girls wanted like the prettiest girl wanted wanted you know what i mean oh man he's a gangster oh you know shit. yeah so it's like it was like that was instilled in my mind like okay the harder you are the more you oh, can yeah, like yeah. you know yeah the, the cutest one you can get so it's like a lot of us aim for that you know mm -hmm. what i mean mm -hmm. a lot of us aim for that really and and that was, I mean, sad to say, bro, that was the only, like, pretty much the, the only guidance, the only guidance that we were getting as for what consisted of a relationship. Yep. Consisted of a relationship was a, the, the, the guy has to be hard as fuck, you know what I mean? Not taking shit from anyone. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the way you get the prettiest, more smartest girl. I mean, schools weren't teaching that shit. No, they weren't. Schools weren't teaching, okay, you know what? You, you have to learn, you know, all these things you have to understand understand the value of a woman you have to understand all these things you know in order to to have a fulfilled relationship no they were i mean sex ed what the fuck sex ed like sex ed is ain't shit really you know what i mean it's just it's bullshit like you know put a fucking a condom over the banana. banana like what the fuck like <laughs> nah it. they don't you talk know? about consent they don't talk about you know hey you know this is gonna happen you know what i mean like you know feelings involved like they don't talk about anything and you know what, bro? I'm gonna get into something so raw, bro, oh, that dude. I actually I actually talked about it in, in, in the hip hop spot podcast. Mm. And I, I had a, a, a I had a, a guest by the name of Young High Flyer. I'm not sure if you you've heard of him, Young mm. High Flyer. Mm. He's a youngster, you know, with this platform. 
and he talks a lot about no fap. Have you heard of that? No fap? No. So basically masturbation. Oh, okay. Bro, that if you go into the problem of masturbation, bro, you'll find out that when someone's addicted to just sex in general, including mm -hmm. masturbation, mm -hmm. you find out that it's as bad as being addicted to a drug, bro. Yeah, I believe it. I've and bro, I talked about it in, in the episode. Like I was, that was the first time I ever talked about it, you know, ever, you know what I mean? About that. I, I had that problem, bro. I had that problem where I had at the same time, a partner and, you know, yeah. self-pleasure. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. couldn't stop, bro, for the life mm -hmm. of me. Mm -hmm. like you know like it got to a point that i was like so fucking like just 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 you know like it does something to your fucking mind bro yeah. where you're you're like you know running on low you know what i mean <laughs> like all the time bro I and i was you, like you know and it's like like you said bro like like yeah. you said you know what i mean <laughs> it's a it's a hey that's what I'm saying, bro. It's a touchy thing. And that's why people don't want to talk about it. Because it's the true. ones, though, it is true. The yeah. ones that are going through it are so fucking ashamed and yeah. can't can't man up to talk about it. You know, uh, some some men will be like, some men are, like some men are yeah. even fucking um are even like so much uh ashamed that they do drugs or whatnot. Mm -hmm. How much more are you gonna be ashamed to be addicted to sex, bro? Like that's something that is like. It's like, nah, it's like, man up, fool, man up, fool. Like, you know, like, don't talk about that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, Bro, yeah, yeah. but if you find out how many people are addicted to to, to sex in general, bro, mm -hmm. the, no, the number's fucking high as fuck, bro. Especially men. Exactly, you know what I mean? And yeah. and and that should be, that should be, if, if, if drug, if the talk about drugs, not, you know, you know, say no to drugs and all that, is talked about in school. Why isn't it the you know the act of sexual sexual uh, 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 things for for pleasure? Because it's really all pleasure, bro. Mm -hmm. Drug use, alcohol use, all that is pleasure. You know what I mean? And pleasure is the number one factor to why a lot of things fuck up in life, bro. Why do why do guys go with other girls for pleasure? Mm -hmm. Or lack of uh of uh you know trying harder in their relationship, so mm -hmm. they just like fuck it, you know what I mean? I'm gonna go with whatever, you know, I'm other go, girl. I'm gonna go hit this girl, whatever, you know. I'm gonna go fuck mm -hmm. the next chicken. So shit. it's like it's all pleasure, bro. All pleasure, you know. Why is it that some parents don't want to be there for their kids? Because they don't find pleasure in it. Mm -hmm. They find it as a job, as a work, as you know, putting in work. So it's like all pleasure, you know what I mean? So that's kind of like the reason why. At the same time, there was all these messages in my mind, like, yeah, the more you, the more you fucking have sex, the more you, you know, you, you fucking release and this and this and that, the better you'll feel, the more of a man you'll be. And it got to the point that I was like, just getting with fucking random ass girls and, and going home and still fucking doing that shit again. You know what I mean? Exactly, bro. I got that out of hand. And I was like, damn, you know? And then once I, like, even from the beginning of when I started podcasting, bro, I was like, you know what? Like, I was already looking into, you know what I mean? Like, that was already, you know, when, when I already had more fucking, my, my shit already fucking together and shit, like, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, I started looking into the, the NoFap. It's a movement, NoFap, you know, where they, they talk to you about, you know what I mean? Like, how to, you know, how to how to stay, you know, sustenance and all that, you know, and how to fucking, how to have that, that, that control over that urge, bro. 
It's just like the control over the urge for fucking uh, drugs or whatnot. Yeah. Luckily, I've never been addicted to any substance, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that's the only shit that's ever, you know what I mean? But, and that's the thing that I was talking to my wife the other day, like, when when should we have that? When should I have that talk with the boys? I have two boys. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I I found out that that whole, you know, when do you know how to self-pleasure and shit when I was, like, fucking eight. Or, nah, I was say like, nine, ten. Same here. Oh, yeah, about nine, nine or ten. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, if not, if not taking, taking it, you know, what I mean, like, if a kid likes it so much that they fucking do it like every fucking day, like, fuck, bro, like that's not. I mean, who's to say how many times they will do that shit? Especially if it's getting in the way with, with, uh, you know, doing stuff because there's people who, you know, just can't fucking function you know because they're always doing that yeah. always thinking about that like, thinking about well it's, like, it's kind of like thinking about the next yeah, high bro exactly it's pretty much the same shit same equivalence it gets you back to the same feeling like from the beginning you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it's uh it's kind of a you know it's like i said it's a touchy thing bro it's a touchy thing because people are like ew like what are you talking about that yeah you talking about that shit but, but it's a real thing though but wait it's till your son yeah, you know, like no, especially females, they don't want to hear that shit. But wait, but wait till your son starts doing that shit. Wait till a, one of your, you know, someone out there. Wait brother. till their son. Yeah. yeah, wait till the son's brother or someone has that problem, and and you know, it's taking over their fucking lives. Then what? Yeah. You want you want to talk about it then? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. like it's a real thing, bro. And it's one thing that, especially with Latinos, bro. We, you know, fuck, bro. You mention that shit to your to your fucking parents, bro. Fuck, no, man. What the hell? Are, what are you like, talking about? What are you doing? Like, I don't even you know, know what that was. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's a good thing you brought it up because you know the first time I did it too. Like, I was like, what the hell is going on with my body? Like, I, I wasn't old enough to understand what was going on, you know. And but just the feeling of it, you know, like the pleasure of it, you know, feeling good and shit. But, but yeah, I mean, my dad never talked about that. I, I didn't know what it was until I got to middle school, and I remember like when I was in middle school and people were like, oh, you know, like people, people would obviously try to clown, you know, like, Hey, you know, this person mm. does this, whatever, you know, like, but everybody was doing that shit. They just didn't want to fucking admit it. And they try to clown on somebody. And I was a way to be like, Oh, you're, you know, like, you're like, you're not, you're not a man yet, basically. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. by yourself and shit, right? That was the thing. But, but other than that, I didn't know what it was, you know? So I felt a lot of shame. Like, you know, like even when I was, when I was younger, I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like, you know, and and nobody told me what it was. I just know that it didn't feel right. Uh, but yeah, man, like it's it's and also one thing I forgot to mention, you know, and as to why I think, and we're gonna kind of talk about this too next week, you know, how in hip hop, you know, like the object objectification of women is just encouraged, you know, all oh, yeah. throughout hip hop, you know, pretty much since the nineties, right? Uh, you know, just. So having that, you know, and Latinos and and and, and blacks, you know, are the ones who probably listen to hip hop the most. I mean, that contributes to again how we treat mm-hmm. our women, you know, how we talk to them. So, damn, yeah, man, that's a fucking like that's a, a perfect way that 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 you put it all together, bro. Yeah, that since black people are the ones that listen to hip hop more, and the influence of hip hop is mostly what's going on in yeah, the communities. Exactly then it makes sense why it fuck bro like but try telling that to the to the common common dude that listens to hip hop they'll be like nah we just they're just fucking having fun in their songs yeah, and shit you're exactly. having fun until until it becomes a subconscious thing in your own head and shit or they're gonna be like stop being a bitch stop hmm. talking about that 
you know, and that's going to be the next thing too. I mean, even if, if, if you're having a, a conversation with somebody who's not ready to hear that, that's what they're going to tell you. Right. Mm. But just mm -hmm. to segue on to the last subtopic, you know, of, of, of uh, today, you know, really, you know, since we were talking about kids right now, all of these things, right. I mean, we talked about what causes them, you know, what are some of the factors, right. But really just more things, right. Specifically when, when the men are not involved in, in, in the, the life of a kid. Right. <clears throat> so, Again, coincidentally, right, the rise in crime in the past 30 years uh, has risen, right? Mm. And what happened in the last 30 years, you had all these movements happening, right? You know, you had the, the I mean, the Chicano movement, you know, was 60 years ago, right? Uh, you had the, the feminist movement 70 years ago, right? All of these things are happening at the same time. Hip-hop is coming out, right? And the crime has increased because fathers have left the homes in the last 30 years, right? Mm. And no influence by that. Uh, neighborhoods with high crime rate, fathers are not around, right? Who, who, mm. who has the highest crime rate? Latinos and Blacks, again, right? They Fathers are not around, right? 10% um, of children from unstable homes avoid crime. So even if you even if you have, uh, if you're one of those kids, right, who, who uh, happens to make it, right yeah, from a single uh, parent uh, household 10 percent chance of you making it right from that situation so really nine out of ten kids end up fucking up in some way or another and that, that's just a really high number if you think about that right mm. um absence of of love not poverty creates violent criminals right so it's not even really where you're born it's the fact that you don't have a love from your father because when your mom tells us she loves you you know it's more expected, you know, mom is going to be more nurturing. But when your dad tells you that shit, you feel that shit. Mm. I mean, my dad would tell me that, you know, uh, that he would have, he would have his way of telling me when he wasn't drunk, but when he was drunk, he was very affectionate. He would say, you know, I love you. You know, like I'll never forget that shit. You know, I got you, I got your back. But when he wasn't drunk, he was still very supportive in other ways. You know, he would, you know, give me allowances or he would say, you can do whatever you want. Having that love for my dad, you know, he would take me to places. He would take me, you know, to to Vegas, whatever and shit. Take the family. That I felt the love for my dad, so that made me like who I am today. If I didn't have that shit, like I said, my homie who didn't have, who didn't have his dad around, that's probably why it contributed to him, contribute to, contributed to him, you know, wanting to commit suicide. You know what I mean? Um, Sixty-three percent of fatherless uh, youth commit suicide. We just talked about that. 63%, bro, of kids who don't have dads commit suicide. 90% of homeless youth are fatherless. 90%. So all these homeless people you see in California, probably a lot of them didn't have a dad, right? 85% um, of fatherless kids experience behavioral disorders. We talked about that, you know, when you work with kids. 85%, that's, I mean, fuck, I mean, again, that's pretty much everybody, right? Uh, 80% of rapists are fatherless. What the? 80%. So where's the dad at? You know what I mean? Uh, 71% of high school dropouts, fatherless. And lastly, 85% of youth in prison, fatherless. Who goes to prison the most? You know what I mean? So those are the stats. At the end of the day, if dad is not around, it's gonna cause all of these issues that we have in our community. What does that mean? Get more involved with cops. What does that mean? Probably get killed by cops, you know?
What are your thoughts on that? That's overall. That's all overall all races, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, I would like to see the other way around too. Uh, single fathers. How did? How does that look like? Uh, when I looked at, at the stats, um, I think it was only like seven percent of them are single fathers. So it's very very mm. low. Uh, so it's but really, yeah, hard I don't really have that many studies on 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 single fathers, but um, you know, I mean, there is some. I mean, obviously they exist, you know, but uh, the majority of the time, like I said, when you have a single parent household, the dad is not around. So because the dad most of the time in our communities is the one who instills the discipline is the one who mm. you know gets you gets you to get your shit together unless your mom is able to do both of those roles you know and you know what did tupac say right he would say you know like if i had a dad i wouldn't be buck wild right he said it himself you know if my dad was around i wouldn't be who i am you know what i mean like like yeah you know my mom was very loving but every every especially boys they need their dads bro like they need their dads to fucking be there for them, to support them, to be loving, right? And regardless of what the situation is with, with I mean, and this is me personally, I, I'm not going to decide for anybody else, mm -hmm. but, you know, just having my own personal issues, you know, with, with, with my girl and shit. And I mean, like, you know, like everybody does, you know, everybody has, has issues and shit. Like, I've decided to stick around for my kid, you know, mm -hmm. no matter what. And I made, I made a decision to do that because I don't want my kid to grow up fatherless because mm -hmm. I want to go out there and fucking you know, get pleasure or because, you know, we have issues or whatever and shit. That is a commitment that I'm making, especially knowing that if I don't, I mean, look at the shit she's facing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would I would be a terrible person if I did that, knowing that, right? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, man, what are your thoughts? Dang, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now, see, a lot of these cases, a lot of these cases are not even the white, the the the, the female's fault because like, wow. and, and I'm gonna play you know devil's advocate because we're we're pretty much we're we're kind of talking more about like the the men that are deadbeats you know what I mean pretty for much. the most part we were talking about that so now let's go into the many cases the many factors as for why a woman ends up as a single mom it can be the man died yeah. off of you know. Mm -hmm. causes that had nothing to do with him being a deadbeat mm -hmm. you know what i mean uh it can be because it, you know uh let's see what other you know factors could it be like the the i mean shit you know what i mean mom like, doesn't want him around sometimes that happens too the mom just doesn't want the guy around because it just doesn't like him okay yeah, it happens too so basically there's more than just like the guy just you know they didn't want to be a part yeah, yeah. yeah because in like and you know so kind of what i'm trying to say is like sometimes the woman has to kind of like woman up and mm -hmm. and 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 understand that it's not all about what they're going through as a relationship mm -hmm. like because exactly. i heard a lot of times the woman does not even though the dad is not even a bad dude it's it just because whatever didn't work between them he's not she doesn't, she, she doesn't yeah she doesn't want to let him see it the, yeah. the kids you know yes so it's like That's it's like what the fuck like you know like punishing the kids yeah like you know and i'm like fuck see these kids are gonna end up doing stupid shit in their lives because you don't allow a man that's the dad of these kids to see them because of your fucking webbles and shit because of your mm -hmm. you know ego whatever the fuck that you don't you can't get past like you know yeah. so with that said you know with a lot of you know 
women that are are like nah but you know standing up for this lady or this girl that is uh not giving the, the dad a chance to see their kids because there's people out there that stand behind people like that yeah that's because true. because they, they start pulling the whole feminist that's what card I'm saying. yeah exactly shit like whole, that yep you don't and, need a man fuck them yeah and that that is dangerous right there too yeah. because that's pushing an a, agenda, agenda. that's gonna fucking um you know, do nothing but bad for these kids. Mm-hmm. And they need to check themselves too, you know? Yep. Uh, but overall, you have to look at the individual case, exactly. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to look at it. You can't say, you know, people in general can't say, oh, you know what? You know, Latino fathers are just not there for, because they're just deadbeats. They're mm-hmm. fuck-ups, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I'll just focus on us, you know what I mean? Because, because we're deadbeats or whatever. But they don't take into consideration that a lot of the, especially with us Latinos, that where you know a lot of us are are, are immigrants. Mm-hmm. So what about the cases where the son or daughter is in the states and the dad is in Mexico? Yeah, doesn't necessarily, yeah, yeah, doesn't necessarily mean that he's a deputy. Yeah, it's just that you know he 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 he's a uh, you know fucking it's just not his luck. You know his luck. He's just you know that he got deported or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. uh. People tend to uh, look at it as a as a everyone is like that for this reason, and that's why that's why crime is going up because the dads are fucking you know deadbeats and shit. Yeah. But a, a lot of them are though, you yeah. know, a lot of them are, and it's for also many reasons. You know, they, they they could be like like I say, you know, not taught to be in the relationship. They could be you know not taught to to understand a, a female for what they're worth they're influenced too much by what you know peers or music puts into their minds and they start looking at females for an object instead of a fucking person mm-hmm. um and then they they go down the line doing the same trend and all that shit and then they end up fucking alone because they're just not you know they're, they're not looking at them the proper way um it can be because they're in gangs now they're in prison you know whatever mm-hmm. you know they got shot because they're fucking in gangs or whatever so they're gone so like you know, it, you know, our men have to also fucking open their eyes and, and see that not only are they giving themselves a bad fucking name, a bad uh, uh, a bad uh, look, you know, but they're giving their people a bad fucking exactly. look. They're giving exactly. the overall our race a bad fucking look. You know what I mean? Exactly. They're you know, and, and it's like they don't see it that way. A lot of a lot of them don't see it that way. They see it like, nah, well, fuck it. You know what I mean? You know. It is what it is, you know. You know, life is what it is, like you know. And it's like, fuck, you know. They don't think about it. They don't yeah, put some thought, thought into that shit. Yeah, and and you 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 said it. I like the fact that you said that it's not always just, you know deadbeat dads or whatever. I mean, it's so many so many issues, right? But that's why you as a man, especially if you as a man who have who has kids, when you have kids, you know everything that you used to do. I mean, becomes secondary, right? And I'm speaking from personal experience. You know, just from seeing that, you know what I mean? Like, and if you don't feel that way, you probably shouldn't have kids. Mm. Right? But a lot of people end up having kids, you know, when they're young and, and, you know, a lot of the times it doesn't work out and that's when you have the single motherhood, you know, I mean, cases like yours are very rare where people, you know, like get married, especially now here in the States, maybe back, back in Mexico, that was more common, but yeah, you know, I've seen so many cases of people coming out of high school, getting married and, you know, they're divorced after 10 years because the guy is not the same person. He's not the same pretty boy he was back in high school. You know what I mean? That, hmm. that, that, that they fell in love with. You know what I mean? Like because they 
they fucking probably drink a lot or whatever, <laughs> or just they just are not involved in, in the relationship with the kids or whatever, right? They're more traditional. Uh, and that, that brings up another point. Just because you're at home, you know, just because you have kids does not, that doesn't, that doesn't make you a, a father. I mean, you have to be involved with your kids. Like mm-hmm. you said, you have to say, you know, hey, how are you doing? I mean, like constantly checking in with your kids is just so they can know that you care about them because yeah, if you provide the money or if you provide the roof, I mean, that's good and shit, but like I said, boys, they need love from their dads. Mm-hmm. If they're not getting that, they're going to get it somewhere else. They're going to get it from the hood, from the streets, from the drug dealers, you know? And, and again, really, I mean, that's, that's something we got to talk about. Our men have to be accountable. Right. And like you said, you know, like for me, and, and even, even back then, you know, when I wasn't a father, I mean, like going back to the, just putting a full circle, going back to the whole policing thing. Right. Uh, one of the young men that got killed, right. I think he was 20. I think it was Dante, Wright, The one that got killed in, um, mm-hmm. and I think it was Minnesota. Right. If I'm correct. Correct. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can debate whether it was intentional, not intentional. The cops shouldn't have done that. Right. That's beyond debate. I'm not going to debate that, but me, as a father, if I was in a situation, right, if I'm getting pulled over by the cops and I have a kid, I'm fucking getting, I'm getting my shit together. I'm not, I'm not going to be fucking knocking cute, trying to fucking resist the rest. Cause I have a kid at home. I got to take care of him. And if I get fucking killed, or even if I don't get fucking killed, if I get arrested, who's going to take care of my kid. Mm. And again, now that it sucks, he's dead. And now that kid has no father because of his, because of the decision he chose to make. I mean, you know, again, you can say it was the cops' fault, whatever. But we had control over that. The prison had had he could have controlled and said, you know what, I'm not gonna do this because it went through his mind. Obviously, you know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking, you know, risk, resist arrest and fucking try to get away like it's fucking GTA and shit. You know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of the times, if you don't have a dad to tell you, hey, you know, that's not okay. You know, and or even if he's there, like I said, if you're not constantly in your life and telling you, hey, like, that's not how you behave and shit. This is what's going to happen, you know, and it sucks. It sucks that it has to get to that point. It shouldn't get to that point. Mm. And that's where we need to be accountable because people are protesting. They're fucking, you know, calling for, you know, hey, I saw that post that somebody put, you know, we should get Obama and and uh, his wife to give attention to us. And you're like, you know what? Like, it doesn't matter and shit. Like, we have to take care of our fucking problems because if mm-hmm. we don't, nobody else is going to take care of us. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we have to take care of our shit. And if we continue to be victims in the situation, this, this is going to be an issue. We're ne- it doesn't matter how, how much reform you have police. It doesn't matter how much money you give to the community. It's not going to change unless we fucking change the men, the behavior that men have in our communities. You know what I mean? And that's it. And if nobody wants to talk about that, then I don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah, man. One thing to add to what you were saying about, you know, being the influence, uh, you know, when nowadays to, to be relevant to nowadays uh, or a YouTuber can be the influence for your kid, mm-hmm. which a lot of YouTubers are nothing but fucking bullshit. Like, you know, <laughs> all the like I've seen certain things that I, I actually stopped. You know, I told my, my, my boys to stop listening to that crap. Like no. all they do is fucking yell, bro. Every little thing. <laughs> Every little thing is exciting and shit. Oh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go. Fucking like, like every little thing is fucking like, like on some on some yelling shit. And I'm like, this is this is the, this is what's captivating the the minds of all our youth nowadays. Yeah. These these cats that are just like, just like you know, 
I don't know. It, it, it makes me anxious just listening to that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it's kind of like coming coming from the hip hop world. Like it's it's like it's like uh, uh Buster Rhymes said it in uh in fucking uh in, in one of his joints that he said uh watch what your kids are are are, are watching and listening to because we could be the ones influencing them. Because mm-hmm. you know he's seen the the power of the, of the of, of the fucking of rap. You know. And exactly. a lot of people see the power of rap and, and just overall music in general. There's a lot of influence in that shit. And if you're not influenced, being that big influence for the for, for your kids, best believe they will find it in places that you don't want them to you know be looking into. Exactly. And that's a good segue again. I mean, you always do this shit. You always have a good way to segue <laughs> to the next fucking episode. Yeah. I'm correct. It's gonna be the next episode, you know, hip-hop. Uh, Chicanos and hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Um and you know, as, as a artist or former artist, whatever you want to call me and shit, I mean, the stuff that I recorded, I'm proud to say that most of the stuff that I recorded, you know, at least try to have a positive message. So mm. if my daughter ever does get to listen to my stuff, you know, aside from the cursing and shit, mm. um, you know, it doesn't talk about, you know, you know, negative shit, you know, with, the, mm. you know, objectifying women or whatever and shit. It's just positive stuff or stuff that I went through. She can see my story that way, you know, but but yeah, man, it's 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 a it's a heavy topic, man, and and I'm glad that I have you to talk about it because I've been I've been saying this, you know, to people, and it's almost like it goes over their ears, you know, and what really, you know, it frustrates me because, you know, we had these shootings recently, right? We had the whatever the just the harassment recently. It's gonna continue. Honestly, it's not gonna stop. I'm just mm-hmm. being honest. I mean, I don't see it stopping. And we had the conversation about policing, right? And mm. I pushed it out there. I, I put it to people and the same people that saw the, the fucking video, not everybody, but some of the ones that saw it are still fucking saying, you know, we're victims and, you know, and I'm like, did you not see the fucking episode? Like, or is it, or did, are you just fucking agreeing with me? Or like, really, do you even give a shit? Mm. Um, mm. I don't know, man. I, I'm not trying to come across as I know everything, but, but to me, it's just like, it kind of shows me if we're really listening or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those who do challenges, I mean, I love it because it shows that you're, that you're actually taking the time to listen and you want to learn some stuff. And um, I'm glad that you continue to do that on, on the page. And, <coughs> you know, and I love how you're like, hey, let's talk about it on live. And mm-hmm. it's funny how like, that's when you know if people are really about shit. <laughs> like that one dude that told me to shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I started fucking laughing when I saw that shit because you jumped in. Like, your, your response, bro, was fucking beautiful. You were like, why do you feel that way? <laughs> you know, like, why, why do you feel that way and shit? Like, you know, can you let us know? Can you elaborate? And he didn't say anything, you know? Like, so to me, it shows me that that uh, people people really want to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it. Uh, if not, it's going to be fucking trolls and just, just talking shit. So yeah. I'm gonna That's the thing, bro. That, that's the thing that I kind of like I grew to be transparent bro in, in the way that like like I want people to see all my fucking uh, my my you know the my bad past flaws, yeah. yeah my flaws my my past which is like mostly negative uh, but I want people to understand that from from a uh, uh, failure I guess you could say failure or lack of knowing better comes growth comes mm-hmm. comes now knowing better now putting out a message that goes against everything that i stood for 
you know, which is like, you know, just, you know, negative, a, a negative portrayal, a negative stereotype of, of our people, exactly. put it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's what it is, bro. Like if it's going to come down to, you know, getting into a, a, a debate or a, a, or some kind of a, a you know what I mean? Like a talk, a dialogue with someone that sees differently than we see. I would like to know more about that. I want to know more about that because that's going to tell why we are so divided as people because of people that don't agree with, with, and, and I see that we have a pretty good head over our shoulders. Like I don't see that we're putting out hate, hate fucking um, messages or nothing. We're, not. we're kind of, we're kind of bringing the, the sense back into, into common sense. You know what I mean? We're kind of uh, bringing that, that, uh you know, putting some sense into shit. Like, you know, because it just makes sense, bro, that someone that, you know, grows up in a certain environment, being influenced by a certain people, most of the time, statistically, end up in a certain predicament. Yep. And if that keeps playing over and over and over, and people still think that it's not that, then they are the fucking ones yeah, that are exactly. wrong, bro. Then they exactly. are the ones that are wrong because they're going to continue. Boom. So it's like, it's basically they are allowing the shit to happen mm -hmm. by not realizing that it's happening this way. And you know what I mean? And, and if they can correct it, if they can correct it when it's going on before it gets to that outcome, then that's what we're trying to push. Exactly. So they can get that sense and be like, oh shit, okay. Well, if, if, if my kid has some kind of a... a, a has a, a, a bit of that intel in him what he's doing as a person like they start seeing bandanas around or some shit that they never seen before you know in, in his room you know what i mean they start seeing they find a fucking weed pipe or some shit mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's gonna that's a sign yep. if you're not taking that as a sign and, and stepping up and being like fuck how can i fucking make this better how can i make him not be this person not become this person you know what i mean that's yeah. what it takes that's what it takes yeah, man, that, that reminded me of a story with, you know, with, uh, with my parents, you know, like when I started to fucking change the way I dressed, like they sat down with me and said, you know, like, I want you to be honest with me. Are you fucking gangbanging? Like they actually fucking asked me. I mean, because mm. there's those parents who were like, oh, no, mi hijo's no cholo. You know what I mean? Like he just fucking dresses like a cholo and shit. Like, mm. and I remember, you know, the, the uncle who did get killed, right? Uh, growing up, I never got to know him, but seeing pictures because he, he was he was from the 80s and shit so mm. you know he dressed a certain way and shit you know back in the day i remember seeing his pictures and and you know my parents telling me oh he just dressed like that i mean he wasn't a gang member and shit but hearing the stories from from other uncles who were involved like yeah he was banging you know and so my parents are trying to protect not only his image but mm. also us not to be involved in that so once i started dressing the part but that was like obviously disappointed because I mean, he knew what happened to his brother and didn't want that repeated with us. I understandably so. I mean, I, if I, if I, I mean, if I was in in issues and I had a boy and he was doing the same shit, I would have fucking felt the same exact mm. way. You know, uh, but I was lost. I didn't know what I, I mean. I thought that I thought that's what it was to be Chicano. That's you know, you're mm -hmm. supposed to be fucking looking hard as fuck, and you know, and that was my 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 way of fucking being prideful in my ethnicity and my culture. Mm -hmm. You know, and not knowing that I could still be that without fucking getting into. I mean, I never really got into trouble, but you know, just being out there and like fucking putting myself in danger and shit mm. but but just to end it on my final thoughts what i wanted to say is that i understand why people get upset you know when when cops you know kill you know 
young boys, young men, you know, of color. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, because historically, like I, historically, like I said in the previous, you know, episode, that's been the case, right? But I like to believe that things have changed, right? You know, and overall, I, I, I know that they want to make a difference. They want to change things for the people, right? They do care about the people, right? At least most do. Uh, but I like to say this, that if we really want to make a difference, we have to start with ourselves. Like all of the outside factors, we cannot control them, right? Mm -hmm. And this applies to anything, right? As even if you just, you know, look at yourself as an organism, right? Just looking at it from a science perspective, right? Things are always going to change around you. It is up to you to adapt to the situation. If, if you cannot do that, you will not survive in this world. Mm. Simple as that. And that's the way I'm going to end my, 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 uh, my final thoughts. What about you? I like that, man. I like that. Uh, my final thoughts, bro, are I like to play devil's advocate a lot. Look at both sides of the story because that that's really where a lot of the understanding comes from, you know, seeing both sides. Uh, now, when it comes to when it comes to uh, how these these stories that we've been hearing about kids getting shot, you know, and things like that, you know, a lot of the problem comes from comparing it to white um, um, white kids, you know, mm -hmm. and when they get caught up with guns. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been some that gotten shot and killed yes. from, you know, when they did school shootings and whatnot. So, you know, you know, but they, they see that, you know, being like, like there's this kid that kind of looks like a gangbanger with a gun, you know, and the cops right in front of them. And, you know, once you're in that position, bro, in that That's position it. where you have a gun and a cop is right there, put, put, you know, putting the gun in your face and shit, like, like most likely, you know what I mean? You know, that's it, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. a wrap. But what I'm going to say in it like this is a lot of the times we are looking at what we're, what, what, what we're doing as a people, yep. which is really not a lot. Let's look at what we're not doing as a people. Mm. What are we not fucking doing? Because obviously what we have fucking done hasn't worked. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's, what are we not fucking doing? Mm -hmm. What is the school? Not, obviously the school is a piece of shit, bro. The school is just there to give you the basics and mm -hmm. I'm like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like, fuck school. Like as, as a, as a, as a individual with, you know, with kids, you know what I mean? And I say individual, not even a parent, individual, like, you know, you have kids, you know what I mean? And you chose to fucking have kids. So, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? What are you not doing for these kids that are going to end up being adults? What, what are you not doing for them to end up in the right place in their, in their lives? Yeah, you might be following the same footsteps as your pops or, and mom did, you know what I mean, while you grew up, but there was gaps. And I, I know you know what I'm talking about. There was gaps there that you were not okay with. Mm -hmm. I know the listener and viewer would, would understand because mm -hmm. everyone sees what they want to see. A lot of us sees mo more of the problem than the good things about their, you know, their, their, their growing up when it comes to looking at their parents, what they did wrong, what they did right. A lot of the times we try to play that, that, that uh, victim. Oh, you know, my parents were never there and this, this mm -hmm. and that. Like, you know, the choices that I fucking made, bro, were because I made them, bro. Like, uh, you know, like, 
you know, like parents, like parents are gonna always gonna tell you, portate bien, portate bien, this and that. But you're not gonna fucking listen to them, bro. You know, that's on you, you know? Yeah. So it's like on the individual level, the more we talk to our kids and the more we we educate ourselves too, as a parent, you know, the more you educate yourself, the more you know how to talk to these kids, the more you know how to how to what to talk about with the kids. And trying to stay up on new things, new trends, because nowadays, you know, TikTok and all that shit, a lot of it is no good, you know? So you have to stay on top of what they're into. Because when, when we were, you know, growing up, we were into a different shit. Like, mm-hmm. the trends, the trends were, you know what I mean? Like, fucking, you know, fighting or, you know, my thing was playing sports and, you know what yeah. I mean? Just like, yeah. things like that. So what, what is the trend at the moment? You know, and, and is it a bad thing, good thing? Ask yourself as a parent, you know what I mean? And hopefully, hopefully, you know what I mean? You you make the right choices as to what to talk about and, and, and when is the right time to talk about those things. You know what I mean? Um, you know, but pretty pretty much, bro, pretty much just look at what we're not doing. For sure. That's, All know? right. So um, to stand it, I wanted to just um, see if you can, again, talk about the event that's going to be taking place on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, Saturday the 17th. So this episode will be coming out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and Saturday, the next day, 17th, is uh, going to be in Santa Ana. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be called A Day of Unity. It's going to be held by um, a friend of mine, Louis. He goes by, um, his name is Louis. He, he goes by Sin Manchas. That's his product. Uh, he sells a multi, uh, all-purpose cleaner Uh and he's doing pretty good at you know he has a his product he's had it for some years and um he has this event that this is going to be the second uh annual a, a day of unity at in santa ana so for more information we still don't know location but you know for more information if you are willing to attend this uh show this event uh hit, hit us up on the rasastan podcast on our dm all right all right man um any any shout outs before we uh wrap it up yeah 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 so basically i want this shout out i want to give it out to the the people that are really are really doing it you know what i mean that are really doing it are are, are really getting headaches by mm. figuring out how to do it how mm. to how to put how to put that good message into their kids because if you ain't getting headaches then that means that you ain't working that brain of yours mm. you know what i mean so mm. and that's why a lot of people don't want to get into it a lot, of, a lot of parents just want to just, yeah, fuck it, you know, and I'm going to go with my friends and smoke. I'm going to go with my friends and, and they have kids at home and shit. And they're mm-hmm. out there smoking, drinking, whatever the fuck. Just to not, just to not put their mind into, into, into you know, things that might be a stressor for them. But if you think that's a stressor, wait till they get older. Yeah, same for me. Uh, shout out to all the parents who, you know, put it down and, you know, and especially the fathers who, you know, stick around and, and uh, for the kids, I mean, you know, and, and just good parents overall and good husbands mm-hmm. and our partners or, you know, whatever you are. Because uh, it's not easy, man. It's not easy, mm-hmm. you know, being a parent, especially like you said, when you're not taught how to do that, you know, and I don't think anybody, anybody ever really is, but, you know, just learning in the process and just going through the ups and downs of a relationship with somebody and, you know, really, uh, sticking around i want to shout out my girl too because i mean she's stuck with me for seven years and i know that i've been difficult at times and you know we have a kid together too and i'm glad that 
you know, she hasn't kicked me out of the house and be like, you know what, <laughs> just be like, yeah, hey, you know, like you, uh, I'm, I'm doing this shit on my own. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shout her out too on that. Yeah. yeah. And I want to correct my mistake. Uh, 2007 was we got when we got married. <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking about it. No, that's when we met. Hey, that's okay. what we met. Damn, <laughs> I was man. like, yeah. So, so yeah, it's gonna be 14 years. This, this, uh, this, this coming, uh, June. For sure. For 14 sure. years. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. For sure, man. All right, man. Rasa Stand Podcast. Take a stand to, to understand. understand. That's what's up, man. All right. This is Flo and Brown. And we out. Peace. Peace.